Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With the Harvey Norman Black Friday sale. Offering the best deals on laptops, TVs, SIM-free phones, kitchen appliances and so much more. Now, a new accommodation survey has been causing quite a stir among students online who seem to be unhappy around the prices suggested and the introduction of twin occupancy rooms. We're going to talk in a couple of minutes to Sean O'Vale-Coron, who is the welfare officer at University of Limerick Student Life. Uh, but uh, first of all, our own Megan has been chatting to some UL students about their thoughts on it all. Absolutely disgraceful the way they're being treated. In fairness, the youth of today are trying to keep them in Ireland uh, is one thing as it is. And being priced out of it like that. I was watching the news yesterday. There was a girl being charged uh, £1,200 for a month's accommodation in Dublin. That's absolutely crazy. That's more than a family house. I mean, uh, how how are students supposed to... And what's, what's encouraging them to go to college if they're going to be charged rent like that to be better off looking for a job? There, there's, there is no incentive if you're going to be fleeced out of it like that. I mean, it's bad enough trying to do a, a doctorate being charged by the time you, you finish a doctorate, you own thousands already and without having rent on top of it as well, you know? What do you think the colleges in Limerick should do to fix the problem? Well, the, 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 the student union should try to help them more, to get on more, protest more, you know, fight more. I mean, it's down to the colleges to provide the accommodation or at least uh, to try and help provide the accommodation, you know, which, I mean, again, leads back to the government helping them. It all lies in the government's hands, unfortunately. It's pretty bad now, especially UL. I'm in the art college, so it wasn't too bad because there's not that many of us, but UL was a mess now. Like, I know a lot of people who took ages to get accommodation. The accommodation they do have is no good, like, it's, yeah, and it's so expensive. And do you know people that are kind of looking for accommodation even for next year that can't get it? Yeah, definitely. Sure, you have to start you'd have to be looking now like to be getting it for next year it's, it's just crazy it's just out of control altogether and are there a lot of people you would know that would be i don't know in digs or in stuff like that yeah well i suppose dublin's probably worse but yeah my friend now he's in ucd and he just lives in limerick and commutes because he couldn't get any affordable accommodation wow and yeah. what do you think should be done about it or what would you like to see done about it is there anything the rent cap seems to be a big thing that just isn't being done and completely should be i mean it's for students it has to be affordable and there's no nothing being put in place to help that. They're just letting landlords run wild. So. And it's uh, some UL students uh, chatting to Megan, as I mentioned. Sean ovale Coron is the welfare officer at UL Student Life. He is on the line. Good morning to you, Sean. Good morning. How are you keeping? Um, explain the background to this. Uh, I'm talking about twin occupancy rooms. Where are we talking about? And is it simply a proposal at this point? Yeah, so in terms of the background, this is something that was originally proposed in 2020 as, I suppose, a solution to what maybe at the time was seen more as accommodation shortages, which, as we know, has now turned into a full-blown crisis. As we'll hear from talking to students there. Uh, so it was proposed at the time to go into uh, some of the on-campus accommodations in the university, but it would be a case of retrofitting a, a single occupancy room into a twin occupancy room. Uh, so at the time, the student union uh, my predecessors, I suppose, in the union took a stance that uh, it was something we weren't going to support just due to the potential impact it would have had on students' kind of privacy and personal space and things like that. So um, that's still very much the case today. That's the stance that we take, given the mandate we were given by students um, back in 2020. We we hold on to that. And, okay, so uh, these, these photographs that I see in front of me, so are they mm. photoshopped to show what uh, a twin occupancy room in what was a single occupancy room would look like? They're they're an example of what yeah they're exactly exactly that they're an example of what the the rooms would look like if they were if they were retrofitted into between occupancy room yeah. 
seems uh, quite tight. It does vest, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I the two beds are very close to each other. I mean, you'd, you'd want to be getting on well. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And that's, I suppose, that's largely part of the reason that we, as students union, would, would be opposed to this as a solution. Mm. Um, given the impact it would have on, on students' lives, really, in general. You know. And any um, results or even preliminary results from the survey? Not not so far. No, it's not actually us running the survey. Now it's the university as opposed to the students' union running the survey. So we'll, we'll, we're constantly liaising with them and waiting for these results to come out. But I suppose we're still trying to give students as much time as possible to fill it out because we want as many students as possible to fill it out because we need, we need feedback from the students first and foremost. Mm. Uh, UL are saying that a student accommodation survey has been issued to the entire UL community, student community, to ensure direct engagement with all students on what is a very significant local and national student housing challenge. At UL, we are very conscious of a shortage of student accommodation and we've been working with multiple local partners to ensure options like homestay accommodation have been available to UL students. And I should say that they are again advertising the UL Accommodation Office here on Live 95 and we're in November now. Um, We want to be in a position to establish some, some short to medium term solutions to the lack of supply issue and we're directly asking our students as a result what they feel would work. No decisions will be made on retrofitting or repurposing existing student accommodation at UL without engagement with our students and student life, the UL Students Union. So that's pretty clear. But I suppose the dilemma for all, including students, is if something isn't done, then the couch surfing that's happening even now among students, some students at UL, will continue. Yeah, and that's the problem. And we do need to actively find those solutions. And I mean, we're constantly, as I said, constantly in, in talks with the universities about how we can do that. Um, and I suppose this is the problem. We do not believe that this is the solution, but we need to find something else and we need to find it fast. Because as you say, I mean, there is couch surfing. There's people staying in hotels. There's people with no accommodation at all. I mean, that example there that that girl gave in, in the clip about her friend commuting to Dublin every day. I mean, that's happening in the opposite direction where people driving huge distances to Limerick every day just to go to college. And I mean, in terms of barriers to education, like, accommodation should never be one. But here we are now. Do you know what I mean? And it's about time we found a solution to the problem and and we're trying. We're trying our best. And I mean, we've been engaged with the housing minister and things like that as well. It's not just the university. But um, yeah, it's it's, it's a real issue. Like, it's a really, really have to find a solution too. Let's hear a little more from UL students chatting to our own Megan about this problem. Oh, it's mental. I've been looking for the last couple of weeks and it's like three times the normal price to get a double bedroom somewhere. That's if you can get it, which like most of the time you can't. So crazy situation at the moment. I don't envy anyone who's stuck for a room or a house at the moment. Uh, do you know of people that are in like dire situations where they can't find accommodation or yeah. anything? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically many people around Limerick, like they don't think how people can afford the accommodation plus actually going to college like people working jobs and I'd like to see the colleges maybe introduce more like specialised persons employees that are like you know to have the specific purpose of helping people find accommodation and and I don't see a lot of colleges having that kind of facility available Uh, some of them do the universities and stuff do but the smaller like the uh, the PLC colleges and the the youth services and stuff like that they don't have any of that of those options available and I I think that's just really like subpar because it's it's the students that are suffering and and I really think that the colleges could could be doing more and I think the governments could be doing more as well. 
right, that's uh, UL students uh, there. We're chatting to Sean Ovel Coran, uh, who is Welfare Officer at UL Student Life. Uh, now, the move to Limerick City Centre, uh, by the way, um, for part of the campus, I mean, that uh, is uh, happening, isn't it? Um, d- did you see that? extraordinary video I was mentioning earlier of the two fellas having a bare-knuckle fight in the middle of O'Connell Street. I actually, I, I haven't seen it, no. Um, and I was actually in town at the weekend. I'm a Limerick man myself, but I, I hadn't come across it. But, um, yeah, it's an interesting one, no. How do people feel about the, the uh, partly the um, um, part of the college coming into the city centre in general? Um, to be honest, I think it very much depends on who you ask. A lot of people, a lot of students wouldn't know that that was the plan. Um, and I'm not sure there is any set plan on what's going into the city centre at the minute. Um, the building is bought uh, in, in the, the old Dunn site, as a lot of people would know. But in terms of actual solid plans for what's going in there, I'm not sure a decision has been made just yet. Mm. And finally, do you think that this struggle with accommodation is going to be with us for some years to come? Unfortunately, I do. Unfortunately, yeah, I think that seems to be the case. On, I mean, unless drastic action is taken now to to source more accommodation, to start building more accommodation, it's not going to it's not going to go anytime soon. I mean, college numbers are only increasing. UL still has plans to increase its, its actual student population numbers. Another thing that we're quite against because it, it seems absolutely mad. I think that you could put more students into the situation. Um, so yeah, if it's not actively tackled with collaboration between I suppose our Austin Student Union, the university itself and the government, we're going to see this problem continue for years to come. And while you obviously need to wait for the survey results, your sense from talking to students is that the majority would be against the idea of these twin occupancy rooms. That is the feedback we're getting so far. Yeah, that's so far that would be it. But I mean, in terms of students themselves, if they don't fill out this survey and that and that view then isn't represented, that's going to be a problem. So students are complaining and giving out and saying that they're opposed to it, but they're not going to fill out the survey and tell the university that we could end up in a situation where uh, the the views that the students aren't actually represented. So we're calling on all of our students. It just takes time to fill out the survey. It's far too important to just leave, um, leave unfilled. By the way, when I was walking through the university at the weekend, is there construction going on for the um, student um, union building? That, uh, yeah, there, there was delays to that with COVID and then I think the building company went bust so they had to put it out to tender again. That should be starting up again any day now, they're telling us. Okay, so, and, and that will give you a, a brand new facility? Uh, yeah, that, it was, that was a pipeline plan that was years in, in the planning in terms of that building itself. It's all part of a, a, a Leave a Legacy project that was brought to the Students' Union and the Student Body in 2016 it's only like it's meant to be built by now, but um, that was that's, that's a long-standing project. All right. Okay. Well, listen, we don't know exactly what the circumstances were, by the way, uh, around the uh, building and construction company there. So I should uh, point that uh, out. And uh, thank you very much for joining us on all of that. Uh, Sean Ovel Coron, who is the welfare officer at University of Limerick Student Life. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With the Harvey Norman Black Friday sale. Offering the best deals on laptops, TVs, SIM-free phones, kitchen appliances and so much more.